You guys, you guys want to see a movie? Got this movie, it's really good, that you should see. Think about it, Josh, you're in college. The window of opportunity to drink and take advantage of young girls is getting smaller by the day. This guy's nuts. Road trip. Sometimes when you go to a movie, you walk on, you say, it's really stupid. <laughs> Probably the one you're about to see, you're going to walk on and say, that sucked, you know? Not to ruin your night or anything. But I mean, the one that I'm talking about, the road trip, that one's going to be really good. You're going to... You're gonna walk out a big smile on your face and you're gonna be like, <laughs> remember, the t remember the part where the car blew up? It's, uh, it's got swearing in it, it's got nudity in it. Touch my chest. Like boobies, like when you see girls' boobies and, and boys' bum bums in it. Now touch her. Excuse me, but I ordered no sugar. Let me take this back and bring out a new piece. It's a nice guy. <laughs> That's good. You're not like most of the girls I know. You're a real woman. Oh. Are there any guys out there who are just normal? Awesome. Al. <laughs> Swear to when you go see it, you're gonna say, remember we went to the movie a few months ago and the guy came up for the movie that sucked and you said to the movie in a couple of months it's gonna be really good? That guy was right. That's what we're selling here. We're selling good. <laughs> it's really good. Colonel H. Thinkmeaner is a Zatoichi. Podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not too much, man. Uh, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah. Brought back a lot of memories from way back mm -hmm. in the day. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, also, joining us in the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Hey, it's been a crazy week, and it's only Tuesday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Work, right? Yeah. Just now drinking water for the day, so. <laughs> Jesus, it's it's 8.30. That's not, mm -hmm. your organs are shutting down. Um Rounding up the two-step, this podcast chief navigation and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Um, I've gotten really into Peaky Blinders. So, oh. you know, if an accent pops out today, I apologize. It's like a whole thing. Listen, I no judgment on that. I am, uh, for the first time ever, like months late getting into Lovecraft Country and uh, also some accents that are hard to understand in that show. Yeah, you have to put American subtitles accents. on. Yeah, <laughs> no, I watch a lot of things with subtitles on. I have yeah, given I up to. trying to hear things yeah, properly. I, there was a long time in my life where I had, you know, captions on for everything, like mostly through college. And then I'm like, uh, why am I doing this still? I need to stop. But I, I might go back to it because it's a dialogue heavy show when it's not like monsters on the screen eating people. And uh, I'm missing mm -hmm. some things, I feel like. But this week, uh, what movie are we talking about, Dana? We are talking about Road Trip from the year 2000. In the year, in the year 2000. 2000. 
Conan O'Brien heads out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> old timey. Um, where can we stream it? And what's it about? Um, it is rentable wherever you rent things. You gotta so pay. Pony up. Pay. It's everywhere, and you gotta pay. Yeah, we've got the yeah. buckets in order. <laughs> I think right. I had to pay twice by accident. Oh no! I've done that. How come? Because I started watching it, and then it was out of the rental period, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Oh, that's the worst. Can never let those 48 hours go by. Jesus. Ugh, I know. When we started the pod, it was 24 hours, and I had to rent Bring It On twice. Oh, shit. How <laughs> oh, they get you? How they get us? Um, that so, was, yeah. but, that, but that one, like, I'm okay with renting twice. I don't know. Okay. We, we can save our thoughts on road trips. This, We're not we'll, there we'll, yet. we'll get into it. This one did have two different versions, though, oh, if you good. got the two I different. Know. But yeah. no, that's. Yeah. Let's push it. So the synopsis via our friends at Rotten Tomatoes is Josh videotapes his affair with another girl and accidentally mails it to his girlfriend. Discovering the mistake, he tows two of his high school buddies and one not-so-eager kid who happens to own a car on a raucous 1,800-mile road trip from Ithaca, New York to Austin, Texas to save his lifelong romance. Did not know they were high school buddies. I thought they what were just, like college friends. Oh, did I? Who? Oh, did I said. Oh. Did I say high school buddies? College yeah. buddies. Oh, okay. college buddies, and then his girlfriend is like a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They okay. they showed us the um the like film reel from 1960 when they were <laughs> little kids dating each other. I'm like exactly. Like, you guys gotta calm mm-hmm. down with this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's uh, I thought it's pretty pretty, pretty accurate. Good. Yeah. That's that about ultimately sums it up. what happens. It's better than some that we've gotten here. Um, yeah. Big Sis, you want to give us a rundown of who's in this movie? I would love to. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have DJ Qualls plays Kyle Edwards. He's the not so, what, it, what was it? Not so, the not not so, eager. so eager kid, if you will. Um, Amy Smart, another three-peat or maybe a four-peat. I think it's a four-peat. Um, four-peat. Four okay. four. At least. Wow. What's wow. the fourth one? Um was she four? Because it, it was just oh, Varsity Blues. You're right, four times. Just friends. Yeah. Wow. Outside Providence and I'll this gem. Outside Providence. <laughs> oh, never gosh. I forgot the Outside <laughs> Providence one. Anyway, she plays Beth. Uh, Breck and Meyer plays Josh Parker. Another repeat, although I don't yeah. think it's three yet. Times for Breck and no, three Pete. Three. Oh, Who's and can hardly wait. And Clueless. Uh, yep. Was, you know, can hardly wait. And what? Clueless. Yeah. And he was almost in uh, Mall Rats, apparently. And he was almost, almost. in Can't Hardly Wait Again. Wow. <laughs> um, Tom Green. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Scott plays Barry. Wow. Sean William Scott plays E.L., or should we just call him Stifler? Because that is what He's he plays just, in the movie. I just called him Stifler the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Paulo Costanzo plays Ruben. Rachel Blanchard plays Tiffany, which... Um, she does not look good in a redhead. Um, nope. Andy Dick plays the motel clerk. I did not recognize that at the time. Andy Dick plays because the glasses, those big thick lenses. Uh-huh. He plays Andy yeah. Dick. Yeah. Anthony Rapp plays Jacob. Horatio oh. Sand plays French toast. Yeah. French toast guy. Yeah. French toast guy. <laughs> Jesus. And young, young Horatio Sands too. Yeah. yeah, wow. Um, and then Ethan Suppley plays Ed. Fred Ward plays Earl, the not-so-eager kid's dad. 
Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Kimball plays Jimmy Kimmel plays Corky the dog. Plays what? Oh, <laughs> there's the dog. dog. Oh, they got the, the, the fucking the munchies real okay. bad. No one. So knew. They, I, I, I had paid, no idea that was Jimmy. No idea. They paid out the ass for, or maybe uh, not. I don't know. Back uh, then, two thousand. That was Man Show era Jimmy Kimmel. If if that even, he might have just been yeah. nothing. I think it was Man Show era. Probably. Was it was it Man yeah. Show at the time? It might have been Man Show. I think that's a good rundown of who's in this. Yeah, that's all the important ones here. Joint. Um, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this from back in the day. Dana, what do you got? Uh, I I think I didn't see this until college. I was very surprised to realize it came out in 2000 because yeah. I do not have a t- ticket stub for this. <laughs> um, I was seeing like every other ridiculous film in 2000. I saw like me, myself, and Irene twice that oh, summer, wow. but did not see this one. Um, but yeah, I think I definitely remember it in college. Enjoyed it. It might have been another one that was in rotation right alongside Outside Providence. So, you know, just getting a, Jesus. a whole sense of what was going on for me in college. My, my, my. Uh, Dave, how about you? I know I saw it in high school. Um, and it's just super excited. You know, pe- pe- people like making fart jokes and saying fuck was really exciting back then. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, boobs. Boobs. Exciting to see there boobs. Boobs in this. So, yeah. Yes, there definitely were. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Big sis, how about you? Good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I had actually seen this before. Really? Mm. Okay. I'm I mean, a huge non-fan of Tom Green, so that could be part okay. of the reason why. Mm. Yes. Okay, I get that. Yeah, that would, and he's he's very prominently featured, like on the DVD box, <laughs> so I could see how that would lead you away from this. Um, he was very big at the time. He will talk about him. Uh, for me, in college, we really had like four or five DVDs that we cycled through all the time because it was like before streaming. There wasn't a real movie rental place on campus. There was a place called uh, That's Rentertainment. Um, and I remember I was in a film study class that I dropped and I had to rent uh, the original Dracula to watch for that class and never returned it. And they, uh, they they threatened a legal action. It got kind of there for a little bit. What? Yeah, I got like a letter from them. You know, saying you didn't that, return Doctor Acula. You just returned it. It wasn't it wasn't walking distance from the dorm. And I'm like, <sighs> when am I ever? I'm gonna hop on two Damn. buses to get over there. Yeah, that's tough, a blockbuster man. in Iowa City, but it's real tough. Right. So basically, we had like Anchorman, um, Napoleon Dynamite, Old School, How High, and this movie. Um, I don't remember like the first time that I saw it, but it was for sure in college, and I probably watched it. At least 30 times between like freshman and sophomore year. And then I don't think ever again. So probably we are about 16, 17 years from the last time that I saw this. Um, but yeah, I remembered some parts of it, but not as much as I would have thought. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dana, did this make the grade for you or should they have held it back? Uh, I still was entertained. Like it's, it's silly. I have a lot of questions, but I was not mad at the film. It was, you know, I thought it was fine. Um, You know, are there parts that don't hold up? Is the plot paper thin? A thousand percent. But it was a good road trip film. So Fine holiday fun. Yes. (laughs) So I'm going to say it held up. I will not give it a grade. We're just passing the class today. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. How about you, Dave? Still good. Um, the parts that were funny back in the day, you might cringe a little bit, but 
they're still pretty funny um yeah the 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 plot i had some issues with it but uh <laughs> i i I like going on road trips. Road trips you are do. fun. And, you love a road trip. And this was a decent representation of it. I mean, I would like a little school bus to go on a road trip sometime. Oh, that you part was kind of fun. Us in but college, we would have loved a little school bus. Would have had a great a time. That's so much gone fun. all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big sis, make the greater and get held back. Um, I just... The Tom Green part, like, I just want to cut it out. <laughs> the Tom Green of it all. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. But, like, the rest of the movie was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think... I, I start with that when we have our yeah. discussion. So I think well, that's fair. Yeah. Listeners, <laughs> give us two minutes. We're about to demolish Tom Green's whole career. Um, <laughs> for me, you know, I'm going to say it made the grade. Um, but it wasn't a very good movie. Like, it, was, it wasn't a good movie. Um, I'm mostly passing it because it was pretty short and it never really felt like it got boring or like it was really dragging for me. Um, there were like enough things to look at. There was enough, you know, the, the, the humor didn't really land for me the way that it would have when I was 17, 18 years old, but you know, I wasn't mad at it. Like Dana said, it was, it was fine. Euro trip is better. I'll say that. Um, no. Scotty doesn't know is funnier than anything in this movie. But yes, what about the Tom Green acoustic song where he makes right? animal noises? That's way funnier. No, I'm kidding. Off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it went on for so fucking long. It did. Anyway, before we uh, collectively drop trow and shit on Tom Green, do we have any fun facts about this movie? There was a, you know, before the uh, was it the Raspberry Awards. The, the Razzies. Razzies, yeah, the, the Razzies before they they became really big. Um, you ever heard of the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards? I have not, I have but not. I need to look at that Wikipedia page. Uh, Tom Green won the 2000 Bad Movie Award for Worst Supporting Actor and Most Unfunny Comic Relief for this movie and Char and and, and Charlie's Angels from 2000. He was in Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I think he was, he was, like he was married engaged. or he yeah. was married to Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the cast of this movie was nominated for Oldest Looking Teenagers. Award. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when I look at Breck and Meyer, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Breck and Meyer year, year, You're looking a little old here, brother. Thought that was that beard, pal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow, wow, wow. There, um, there was an Ebert review, but nothing really not, interesting. Not two, it was two out of four stars. He's like, mm. this movie's trying to be both like, kind of low-key and uh, kind of all over the place debaucherous and that doesn't work you have to pick one or the other yeah that's that's really all, all that he had to say about it it's true it didn't it didn't go far enough and uh it kept on like leaning into that and then would not go all the way what do we right. want, like another van wilder like i feel like this well, is... yeah, well, i was i was this thinking movie? this movie this movie could have used somebody jacking off a bulldog into an eclair Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't or, know about that. Or pull it back some. They did they did a little bit similar, but um yeah, it okay. yeah, okay. it 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 was it dipped its toe into the waters of like gross out humor, but didn't really dive all the way in, I feel like. Gotcha. This mm -hmm. I don't know if this counts as a fun fact, but they did say it on IMDB that there's a similar movie called Overnight Delivery from nineteen ninety eight starring Paul oh. Rudd, who also starred in Clueless oh. with Breck and Meyer. And it's Wyatt writes an angry letter to his girlfriend, believing she's dating Ricker. But Ricker's a dog. Ricker? 
helped by a stripper Ivy, he tries to get the letter off of a truck over the next 24 hours. Paul Rudd's in it. Reese Witherspoon's in it. Oh my God. Christine Taylor, Sarah Silverman. I have never heard of this movie. Are any of them in college? (laughs) I don't know how old they are, but maybe we should find a way to... We if, need to watch that. that if, if, if someone were to tell me that was someone's student film, I'd believe yeah. it. And, and yeah. he was just able, able to get a bunch of really cool actors to show up for a couple I mean, days. And it has me at Christine Taylor. 98? Yeah. No, they were all pretty, probably pretty famous. Well, Christine Taylor post a dude. After that, so. <laughs> Reese played a teenager in, um, well, Cruel Intentions was after that, right? And I think uh, Election yep. might have been after that. 99. Yeah, yeah, so we should watch that. Okay, yeah, I'll find a way to fit it in. But anyway, that's it my other Could be a thought. real movie. Could be a real movie. All right. Because um, I feel like there weren't a ton. Oh, and also, like, none of the colleges, because all the most of the colleges in the movie are fictional, except for University of Tennessee. So when they're showing them, none of them are actually even in Ithaca or Austin or wherever. Wait, they're what? all in Georgia. What, was Ithaca not? What they, is it Ithaca University? But they call University it Ithaca of Ithaca. College? But yeah, it's okay. Ithaca College or Cornell. Yeah. Um, and okay. then. University of Austin is University of yeah, Texas. That was lame as shit, University of Austin. Um, and then when I went to, what was it? The, the school in Boston, whatever. It's all schools. Yeah. It's uh, all University of Boston. because University of Boston. Yeah. There really isn't one. Not yeah. Boston College. Yeah. yeah. Boston yeah. University. Well, that's wow. the other one. Not terribly exciting, but. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing. Wow, we will. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's, let's try, you know, we've already talked about him so much already. Let's start with Tom Green, because I definitely was like, This is the Tom Green show. Yeah, what is this framing device of this movie Uh, where Tom Green plays a college student, though he's been there for eight years, I think, to try to cover his tracks here, is a tour guard, is a tour guide at this university, and he winds up telling the story to a tour group, and we think that's a good way of, of framing this film. Look, man. I think, I think in general, as a storytelling device, I'm fine with this kind of a construct. It's the same thing you have from like the never ending story where like okay. the movie is about someone telling their story to somebody else. I'm fine. The Princess Bride. That as a setup. Princess Bride, okay. sure. Okay. Uh, tribute to the greatest song in the world by Tenacious D. I'm fine okay. with this. <laughs> well, no, it's more of the Tom Green of it. <laughs> yes, yes. It, as, as, a, as a device, I'm down with that. Uh, doing it with Tom Green raises a billion problems. Number one, I don't think you get to just like show up and start giving tours. You probably have to like apply for this job and get like approved by somebody. He is winging this tour, making up facts left and right. Nobody that went on this tour would have gone to this college. No. <laughs> like 0% chance. Um, and I know watching it, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know why we as a generation ever liked Tom Green. I don't get it. I loved Tom Green show back in the day. Like I was a Tom yeah. Green stan. I can still sing the theme song. Like I watched it every day after school in eighth grade. I loved the Tom Green show. Yeah. Uh, I watching as an adult, I'm like, God, this guy's fucking obnoxious. And like his acting choice of just being super off-putting and like strange with everything doesn't make sense in this role at all i just i i think every generation has somebody they look back at like what were we doing 
Like I'm assuming or, my parents look back at Jerry Lewis like, what the that, fuck was that about? <laughs> is that what Drew Barrymore is asking too? What was I thinking? Oh, didn't God. they date? They, they were married. They were married. Burn, burn, married. Burn. At least guys, engaged. Yes, my they got is, married. If you okay. guys look up the pictures of them, there's pictures of them from I think it might have been like the VMAs right after they got married. For some reason, he's carrying around a coffee maker. Like as yes. a prop. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Why it's off the registry? I don't know. Is, okay, I don't know. I, I don't. I I can't get it. I can't understand it. Well, I just I don't know what was wrong with us. Did we like think he was like our generation's Andy Kaufman or something? Is that sure. the past? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I watch him and I'm like, why did I think the Bum Bum song was funny? Why did I think it was funny when he talked about Glenn working at the phone company and said the phone company 45 times in one sentence? Like, why was this funny? I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't get this. And I feel like a lot of it, there are moments where I was just like, like, did he, did they just set up a camera and go like, just, just do you, man. Yep. I thought thought he was Robin Williams. That's why I'm like, he, he doesn't go on the road trip because they keep him in one place where he just riffed for hours and they figured yep. out what we have them for two days and then we'll and and we'll have the snake attack yeah that'll be funny great yeah because it'll be all in this one room and he can try to make that funny somehow because if he's on that road trip i don't think it'll be as funny we'll, we'll give him a mouse for a half hour and see what happens right and he puts it in his mouth of course he puts it in his mouth <sighs> like i just the fact he had never seen barry feed them feed not but no. Barry had never seen Ruben, Ruben feed Mitch. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't buy that. But yeah, it was just a weird, oh, it was a weird time. The we horniness he had to watch this snake eat a mouse. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, well, YouTube didn't exist yet. So you couldn't just like look up snake eats mouse. But like, yes, I, I've never wanted to watch any animal eat another animal necessarily. I watch Shark Week. That's fine. But like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm like, eat that seal, eat that seal. Like, it was strange to me. Everything about yeah. him was like, I don't need him in this movie at all. Put somebody else in this role, please. I, it, his role, like, wasn't, need, like, literally wasn't even needed. At all. Like, you could at put all. somebody else in that role, but, like, it still was not a value add to the, like, I was mm-hmm. literally thinking about it. I was like, is this even, like, is there anything that, like, if I if we completely took him out, that we would be missing? I think the no. answer is no, no. Other than maybe like the initial like setup and narration about why he's telling well, the story. Well, you would, you but would I think need, there could have been ninety five different ways that that happened. You would need some other way to get Tiffany to go to um, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, um, anybody could do that. It yeah. did, but it also like didn't have to be hit. I think is the ultimate. Or just take that scene out. And give us one more ten-minute-long scene of them making a stop somewhere else. Yeah. Like we didn't. That scene didn't add anything to the movie. It was just supposed yeah. to be a funny offshoot by itself. Just have them stop. I don't know, uh, Louisiana. That's a fun. Sure. Ozarks. We'll buy you. Do it. Well, yeah. They found someone who was hot at the time. They're like, "Can you read this part and then make up some other funny stuff?" Cool. Yeah. You're in. Yeah. They do work for really cheap in the movie. Yeah. It they work was, for cheap. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, they just wanted him and his, for some reason, megawatt star power in this yep. movie. Um, 
I mean, kudos to you guys for that big gift, I can blow I bubbles with my bum, bum, bum. Jesus yeah. Christ. My bum is on Sorry the Sorry, guys. I'm trying to make this stop, but I'm, I'm like coughing up a lung over <laughs> He's here. Just so great. So He's just so great. I did feel bad for the girls, because this is like early in the film, who have to be doing the experiment. Or they're just like, it's Tom Green and two girls hooking up, quote unquote. I don't know. It was very awkward. It was super uncomfortable. What I felt very bad for, for those actresses those extras actresses. i felt very bad for them it looked well, very uncomfortable i mean i felt bad for them and i also felt bad for the girls who in his retelling are like walking around topless in the shower because at one point this this woman is clearly an actual actress she's reading dialogue and the camera just zooms all the way in on her titties yes but mm. this was my transition into what's your problem <laughs> <laughs> You a game show host? I hope hope you just let that be the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, There were a lot in this movie. Yeah, I had a problem with Tom Green's behavior towards women. He does get called out for, in his retelling of the story, for all the girls to just be in a bathroom with towels wrapped around their waist so their boobs are just exposed because a girl on the the tour... Yeah, it's like, no, nobody does that. So I did appreciate that, but it was weird. I learned something today. I guess that's not, that's all I know, guys. I thought that was like genuinely a well-executed joke of like, that's not how this would go. And he's like, well, I'm telling the story here. Because that cues us in that he's gonna be an unreliable narrator. I don't know, nobody ever called him out on understanding and knowing what Josh's dreams were like. Because right. we have a couple of Josh oh, yeah. dreams, is that he has no way of knowing what that was about. Um, but it all falls apart. Right. It reminded me a little bit of um, Drunk History, where like all of a sudden one of the people in the reenactment like lets out a big burp or like starts laughing uncontrollably or sneezes or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. As a reminder, somebody else is telling us this story. This is not real. I thought that was okay, but yeah, we didn't. Obviously just a long shot of a pair of boobs of somebody's giving dialogue is not really advancing the storyline at all. No. Right. We should check here. Did we all watch the, the unrated version or no? I watched the unrated version. I watched the unrated. That was a whole thing back in this time. I don't know if people still put out the unrated version of a DVD, but that was like the whole thing. I don't no. know why they couldn't. This would have still been rated R. <laughs> there wasn't. No. It was like, oh, this is NC-17 now. I don't know they, what the difference it, there was. It, it was that one scene. They extended it for like four minutes. Uh, and, I don't like and, that. No, no, no. And it, it, in the original movie, they go to Amy Smart's face and she's talking. But they take out a lot of that instead where she's talking in, in the background and they focus directly on. Oh, that was like that. unrated, huh? Wow. Yeah, and it goes on forever. It's it's uh, it's ridiculous. It goes on for a very long time. It does. Okay. So I, well, I guess that that was considered NC seventeen worthy back wow. in two thousand. Well, I don't like that. Yeah. What <laughs> other things did you guys have? I had a problem with Jacob the TA. Oh, he's a bad guy, bad person, and possessive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Not the TA. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he goes. Well, were... She's okay. spoken for. She'll come back to me. They always do. Oh, after, in his like God is awesome shirt or whatever. Yeah, after she specifically is like, we were never together, so there's nothing to come back to. Yeah, yeah, he's a sad guy, a sad he's, man. He's very sad. Um, I thought it was like 
when he first shows up, I'm like, oh, it's like a creepy, stalkery student. Then I'm like, oh, no, he's a full-on TA. Like, this is – like, I got drunk with a couple of my TAs in college. At no point would I have been like, oh, we're going to hook up now or whatever. So, no, you're, you're basically my boss. <laughs> like, this is like a, a work outing that we're going on. We're, oops, we're all drunk now. But, yeah, the power dynamics there are not okay. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And there was even a time, actually, I think when Stifler or somebody called them out for trying to, like, come into that party. They're yes. like, this is for students. It was it was during the auction, which might be oh, the right. most problematic thing that happens in this what movie. Yes, Y'all, they're selling women. Was it for charity? No. What was that? I Just no. to pay for, like, past costs of alcohol or beer I don't know. or whatever? They never explained I don't know. it. Like, no. I'm pretty sure he was just selling women as something that he does. He's like, hey, man, you got cash? We're selling chicks. We got chicks for sale. That was odd to me. Um, you know, if this was a, a party where, like, women drink free, but as part of that, you have to agree to be in this auction, still really fucked up, but at yeah, least we like, have, like, like an like explanation that. for what you're doing. As you far as that. I know, Amy Smart paid for her cup and then got sold off to the highest bidder. Which is not paying okay. for cups. What is this? You didn't pay for cups in college? Not unless we went to a bar. Oh, buddy! No, we had a house party. Um, Ew, no, I brought my own cups from home because they always ran out. But it also didn't matter at house parties or frat parties. You didn't have to pay, but I always brought my own cup from home because they would always run out. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to drink a beer? Oh man, you put See? in my hand. See? <laughs> Like a savage, we I did. I've I've done that before. We oh, don't we get me wrong, a, I have. But we had a standing house party every um, Friday and Saturday night at this coach house that you couldn't see from the street. Never got busted because it was literally invisible from the street. And um, it was my my roommate's old Pony League baseball coach was renting the house. He was a year older than us, so I'm like I'm not sure he was her coach, but he was one year older than us. And we would sell cups so the guys who live there could just party and like not to worry about, you know, huh. keeping track of the money to pay for the kegs. So we would each, my roommate and I would have like a sleeve of solo cups, um, like tied to our belt loop. And then we would just, we'd sell cups for five bucks each. And then we would each skim like 60 bucks off the top and then give the rest of the guys that ran the house. And we cleaned the fuck up. Like that place was packed every Friday and Saturday night for an entire year, we all made out like bandits. Interesting. No, I think it's like, I went to a very small college and it was just always like someone was having a party. So it's all like, it all equals out at some point. Like we're all going to be like, we're all going to come out even. I also uh, it was, went to it was a very... private university where a lot of rich kids went to school well, with me. So, but we weren't drinking like good shit. Like we were just drinking, oh, getting kegs of... Was it like Beast Light or Natty Natty Ice Light? Keystone, anyway. baby, Keystone. Yeah, we, we had yeah, we were a Keystone campus. Um, mm, mm, mm. But yeah, okay. we were oh, five bucks at every party. Natty Light in Missouri. Yeah. Woof. We are getting off topic. <laughs> I, I knew starting with what's your problem would do this. Well, hold on, then, hold on, hold on. Before we get off of this one, though, I think the biggest problem that I had, uh, this is going to sound bad. The biggest problem that I had was not that they were selling women, but that they were selling them for so cheap. Yes. That, the the, the mm -hmm. first starting bid is $5, and then the winning bid for that first girl was 15 bucks. <laughs> like, and then Beth was bought for $26? Like, what? It, it, he, he clearly states, like, your money doesn't pay for sex, but it was like, wink, yeah, it does. 
So I'm just like, $15? What's happening here? I know. And especially like that one guy, they were like, opening bid starts at $5. And the one guy is like, $3. It's like $3. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. It wasn't great. The last thing I will mention, this is kind of why I left this one out, because it could, like, you can just talk about what's your problem in this movie for forever. Really good. Is also um, the sex tape that Josh yeah. and, I was going to call her Amy, but Beth, Amy Beth Smart, um, make. He is so willing to show it to his friends the next day. And I'm like, this is another, you don't do a sex tape because you just, you don't know. What the guy's no. going to do with it? No. You take it home with you. You pocket it. Yeah. I don't know what you do, but... No, guys guys can make up logic in, in their heads and be like, well, she let me keep it so I can show, show it to anybody. Right? It was her it's idea, now. so... Yeah, we're stupid. We're Men are really stupid people. Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if you and your partner want to, like, film your trip to Poundtown, I'm not going to judge you. Like, this is a right. no-kink-shaming podcast, but, like... Definitely yeah. don't. Right, but it's super messed up to like show that tape to your homeboys without getting your partner's consent just because they doubt that you guys had sex yeah that's let them doubt i don't give a shit like i will say uh i dave and i have a friend who did make a sex tape um i don't believe with the knowledge of the partner and showing that to a lot of people yeah this is a long time ago i didn't say his name but we i learned better but yeah it's it's not (laughs) It's not okay to do that to anybody at any point in time ever. I'll put um, it. So I have from one that, more thing. Oh yeah, please, please. It's less problematic than that, but I just got real like the willies about stealing the bus from the blind. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it wasn't as bad as they could have made it. Like when he walked to school for the blind, I'm like, oh, he's gonna like pull his dick out and like wave it in her face something like that i did appreciate they made the woman behind the counter some kind of like a zatoichi kind of character if you guys know what the Zatoichi fantastic. is fantastic um no. you've seen dana you've seen um the boondocks uh oh, colonel okay. h think meaner is a zatoichi oh, blind samurai <laughs> the blind samurai that, like feels everything right yeah um please I, please don't feed my dog <laughs> I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, you definitely were. I was okay with that. But also, they did steal a bus from the blind, and that's not yeah. all right, man. Yeah. I Mar- think he could have just gone. Rice Cub was awesome. She's yeah. a really good actress. Yeah, she she's really good. just great. He could have just gone to any school or anywhere and just like been that same I'm making up shit yeah. dude. He yeah. didn't have to be blind people. No. He, he didn't, have, he didn't he like say I have a uniform on. Like, <laughs> he didn't yeah. have to lie about anything. Yeah. Um. So the reason for the bus is this sex tape that happens mainly because this is the driving force of the film is Josh has his girlfriend, Tiffany, who goes to school in Austin. He's in Ithaca. And she just stops like answering his phone calls and returning his phone calls. And he immediately becomes like incredibly desperate. He'll leave messages like, I guess you don't like me anymore. I don't know what happened. Sad boy. And then it's like, all of a sudden, we're broken up, and now I can (laughs) fuck whoever I want. How how long do we think it went from, oh, she just didn't answer my one call, to you don't like me, and now I'm fucking other people? A day? Oh, my God. Two days. 12 hours. (laughs) Two days, Max. 12 hours or so. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem like very long. Real quick. I will say... 
it, uh, 1% in his defense, the roommate was over here planting some heavy seeds that Tiffany was out like fucking other people. She's like, no, I haven't seen her. Haven't seen her last night. Didn't say that before that either. Like, okay, so she's staying somewhere else overnight and not answering yeah. my phone calls. Like, that's concerning. It also sounds like he was calling like every hour on the hour. Yeah, she was every fifteen up. minutes. Like, I might have been like, "Stop fucking calling! Stop playing on my phone!" And, right? Like, yeah. some Collab shit. having Jezebel. <laughs> Maybe he would have more money for Amy Smart in the auction if he hadn't used five dollars and quarters right. every day calling long distance phone calls. Yeah. He might have he had do. one of those prepaid phone call like card yeah. things. No, we we saw him call um, when Stifler was was voicing his penis. Incredible. <laughs> Now, the, <laughs> now that uh, that first dream sequence when when he thinks that she's cheating on him, oh man, and she's like on on the quad, and oh man, it, it's a, her and that dude just saying dirty things to each other, and then she takes off her shirt in the middle yeah. of the quad <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, but but yeah, but that's that's where his mind went because he's nineteen and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. like. Do we think this was like their first semester at college? Like, I, I how it has would you to take be. ancient philosophy your first semester? I took um, philosophy my second semester. I felt like there was like some conversation about it. They were almost graduating at some point. I don't yeah, know. Unclear how old anybody well, is in this film. Well, Tom Green's thirty-eight. Here's my here's my thought process here. Um, my first semester at college, I did take some offbeat courses. I took uh, a Harlem Renaissance course. That was pretty great. Um, I also took a course on uh, Chinese civilization my first semester. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not going to say you wouldn't take ancient philosophy your first semester. Uh, my thing is, how did this couple survive more than one semester if it's not their first semester? This shit would have happened basically as soon as you made it to college like you're gonna grow distant you're not gonna i don't think i know anybody that had like a multiple year long long distance college relationship i do i do my yeah my one of my like really good friends she's also like a cousin through marriage met her now husband over the phone over winter break our freshman year because her best friend from her best friend from high school went to college with this dude and we would go visit them in Ithaca all the time but for literally for three and a half years they never went to the same school and now they're married with two kids well that's that I, okay that's incredible but also <laughs> that's a different circumstance um yeah if, if, you're, if you're bringing uh, trying to carry a relationship from high school into college and you guys are even like different campuses in the same state that shit ain't gonna last homie like that you're <laughs> counting the days like i don't so we think it's like a first semester freshman year Has and the panic be. sets in immediately yeah mm-hmm. yes okay to me okay. It, it has to, it only makes sense if we are to believe breckenmeyer is 18 years old or the second semester because it's starting to be nice and they're getting into I could see Getting second semester. There. The sun kind of comes out. The halter tops get popped on. Man. That's the thing. Yeah, it's it's Georgia weather. Skirt season. It, it, it is not Ithaca weather during midterms or finals <laughs> at any yeah. point in this movie. Yeah. So it's nice, accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my parents. Um, I'm born in Ithaca. My dad went to Cornell for grad school, and they 
my mom encouraged me highly to never go there because she said there was like four days of sun. Um, yes. Not bad. I mean, <laughs> I just, I, I need my sun. I need my vitamin yeah. D and I need yeah. my work. You're, no, you're a fair skinned girl. You need some sunlight. No, it's Ithaca. It's gorgeous. I have a t-shirt that says that. I should have worn that today. You see yeah. what I said? That, yeah, that was fun. Oh my I'm god. I'm having a good time. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I I used to make road trips. I guess I made the opposite road trip to Ithaca all the time in college to yes. hang out at Cornell because it was interesting and sometimes more fun than Lehigh. Um so all right, so we think it's like a couple days in the maybe second semester freshman year perhaps i guess at this point well we can go one or two ways this is one that we never get to do or we very rarely bring up on this pod though i think we thought it would happen more often was Mm -hmm. one iphone could have changed everything (laughs) or cell phone in general didn't (laughs) didn't have to be smart i have a i have a sound effect for that that i've only used once (laughs) I'm looking forward to putting that back in. But yeah. This whole movie is dependent on dead tech. Oh, yeah. oh wait, I it. forgot to we, we forgot to mention why. I'm sure you know folks have seen this film, but the reason why she ghosted Clingy oh, Josh Jesus. was her grandfather died. I'm like, yeah. in my notes, I was like, don't you feel like an asshole, Josh? No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Unless her grandfather lived on an Amish colony. Like, okay, you could have called your boyfriend and said, hey, man, my grandpa died. I'm really sad about this. You wouldn't just, like, go missing for days. Because, like, I, I, was, yeah. um, I was dating Sex Preamble when her grandmother died. We were, we were in high school, I think the summer before college. And, like, she called me right away. Like, I knew that her grandmother had passed away. <laughs> you know, just, like, yeah. I, I'm going to go missing for days because of this. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe, maybe he didn't pay for call waiting. And he and every time he was calling, she was trying to call him. Maybe so in sync. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> They're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, yeah. My 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 big thing is that like with an iPhone or with any kind of a smartphone, even like a pretty dumb cell phone, Josh would have been able to text with Tiffany like all the time, and never would have had mm-hmm. the feeling she was cheating to begin with. Like the whole premise of him being jealous and concerned would not have happened if you're texting each other. Um, and obviously he wouldn't have to mail a physical package to Tiffany, which he didn't really have to do anyway. That also is yeah. like an odd thing to record a video of yourself Tiffany over the you? course of multiple days talking to your yeah. girl. Like, what is this? Oh, uh, no. Giving her I, an I update. He, right. I think, I, I think he might have been be- better off with today's postal service. It would have taken a lot longer to get to Texas. Whoa. You know, the, you got the delays. Yeah, uh-huh. Lewis DeJoy, uh-huh. piece of shit. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yeah, hey, that's what I was going. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Postmaster um, crap. But it's also so wild that he immediately jumps to that because now we can go to another segment that we normally do. Love it for semester. I'm just yeah, this. these 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 game shows are really a whole whole lot. Um, <laughs> but Josh and Tiffany have been together since like they were five. But now, like, he immediately loses faith in her? Just seemed interesting. What's our thought? What's our read on that, cu- that yeah, couple? They, they, they dropped the ball a couple of ways that could have made that make more sense to me. If you set this up as, like, a Steve Urkel, Laura Winslow thing, where he was, like, chasing after her his whole life and then finally caught the big fish. Um, My the boyfriend's us, back? Huh? 
Yes. Uh. The three of us, um, <laughs> Dave, Dave and Megan and I uh, have a friend who legit lived that life and they are the greatest love story that ever existed. He's our, our podcast biggest fan. Um, Bobby Lesh did chase after his current wife all through high school and after like for, for never to be a guest on this pod, Bobby, never. (laughs) Dana does not represent the views of this podcast. Um, yeah, but like, you know, if they would have set that up where it's like, I've been pining for this girl my whole life. We finally got together like the summer before college and now she's not in contact. I could see why he would panic for that. As far as we know, they've been in love with each other and nobody else forever. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we like, didn't have time to get that because we had to let fucking Tom Green riff riff raff around. Had to watch film. Tom Green play an acoustic song and eat a mouse. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of feel like uh, you know, as a basic rule of thumb, I did go to college with my girlfriend's sex preamble, and. I, I understand the sort of weird attachment and fixation that you have on like the girl that you dated when you first kind of felt like you were in love the first time or what have you. Yeah. So I get how he was kind of, you know, insane for her, but like, it feels like anybody who goes to college literally across the country from their high school sweetheart, you should expect it's going to eventually fall apart. Right. No, frankly, the sooner the better. Yeah, college is a, yeah. College is a very insecure time for a lot of people. You get there and it's more work than you've ever had. You're not as smart as you thought you were. Most of the time you get in these classes, you're generally uncomfortable with the way classes work and so on and so forth. So I completely understand where he's like, well, I had this and this was always solid in my life. And now she's not picking up the phone when I call what's going on. So (laughs) panic, panic, panic. Oh no. At the disco. Oh, at the sorry. disco yeah, yeah at the disco 15 words long song titles sorry um <laughs> so then the other couple in this movie well, hold on hold on hold on oh, before sorry. we go on to that i do have one question to ask you guys about okay. josh and tiffany okay. can anybody explain to me why this dumb motherfucker held on to the envelope all the way into her dorm room you got oh, the envelope know. chaos yeah. breaks out you're running for your life <laughs> drop that garbage shit. trash tear the envelope and throw the tape away do something he brought it into her room and like why are you holding on to this still yeah that's a felony rid of it maybe he wants the tape like he's like ah you know i gotta hold on to this thing that but 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 also he addressed it to somebody else it's for them and not for him it's a felony if he destroys it tampers with it throws it away they've committed several felonies already yes people are pulling guns During this, during that stupid fight in in, in the dorm lobby, and the, oh, yeah. the dad pulls a gun. I'm like, "Fuck!" He pulled a Cougar Magnum. Yes, he did. A giant gun, a, a nickel plated pistol, a, a Colt pistol of some yeah. sort. A yeah. seventy caliber revolver. Yeah, he was gonna blow a hole in somebody. Yeah, he was. He wanted yeah. to. Just give me a reason. I know, I I'm sound Fred, like Fred I'm, Ward. <laughs> I'm, Fred, I'm Fred fucking Ward from Fred Tremors. Ward. From, I'm Fred Ward from Tremors. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Um, yes. So, and then there is Josh and Beth. I feel like we need one of these movies from a girl's perspective, because I'm sick of Bre- Breckenmeyer, lovely man. But two women are enamored of him. Well. I am fine. Well, I anyway, anyway. I don't know how into him Tiffany was anymore. She seemed ready to dump him and just like, it just hasn't come up yet. 
Because okay. when we got there, she was like, we're growing apart. We're going to meet new people. Like, it's college. I'm going to get some strange. <laughs> kind of the, the way that she presented herself. Okay. That's fair. But I don't get whole... why Beth liked him. Okay. Yeah. I don't... That didn't make sense to me. Especially like, <clears throat> so it comes out that like, oh, he has a girlfriend. You know, he eventually breaks up with said girlfriend. But when you two first hooked up, because you had, what was it, sex twice the first night and then in the morning, because he made sure to tell his friends all of this. As he skipped um, into the room. I know. He had a girlfriend, and he, is that how you want to get together with someone? Being the person, like, whatever. I know it's weird circumstances, no, but I was no. just like. I just feel, I don't know. I feel like people stay together may or may not be speaking from experience, stay together in college because they like, I don't know, are worried about like losing something or worried about being lonely or like, you know, like it's like one thing that's constant, you know, that when you're going to somewhere that's like kind of scary, but then I think you then go somewhere and you're like eyes are open to all these new possibilities. And even though that person like means or meant a lot to you, maybe you're like, you're not mature enough to actually just like say maybe, you know, maybe this is not a realistic thing. You being in Austin and me being in uh, wherever. Ithaca. I think, I think a lot of people um, at, at every age just don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. Like you don't want to have the conversation. Uh, I don't think, I, th- I think I might have talked about the the eventual breakup that I had with Sex Preamble. It lasted like a week and a half. It, it, can it, nickname this Jeez. thing. I, I I'm Ugh. not gonna say her real name. It's it's the I, we it's, I understand it now. It's, but it, I mean, this this breakup went on and on and fucking on. It was a nightmare. And I think a lot of people are just like, I don't want to do that. Like I just don't want mm-hmm. to deal with. You know, I, I don't I don't think at the time I realized I could have just like stopped responding and just like, well, I'm done. But like, you just don't want to have that mess of a conversation. Um, and then I think to me, the weirdest aspect of Josh and Beth was that Beth didn't even really feel the need to ask him where he was and like why he went to visit his girlfriend. Like she found out that he has a girlfriend she found out that the day after they hooked up, he went to go visit her. Then when he shows back up, she's like, I'm fine with this. Like I called in a bomb threat to bail you out of trouble. That seemed odd to me. Um, I had a- She also a really... calls him when he's in Austin. Like yes, he, she, she somehow tracks somehow. down Tiffany's room. Yeah. So, so you know he's in her room right now. Like you, uh, he, mm-hmm. He's there. He is exactly where you don't want him to be. I, that was that was crazy to me because I had I had a really good friend in college. Um, freshman year, he had two girlfriends at the same time. He had an at-home girlfriend and a girlfriend in Iowa City. Um, he watching he did this sophomore year with two girls on the same floor, which was even crazier, and they looked alike. So I'm like, you're you're playing with fucking fire. You're dating doppelgangers, but like freshman year he worked super hard to keep his at-home girlfriend and his college girlfriend secret from each other like neither one of them knew that he was seeing anybody else and like if his college girlfriend found out that he was back home for the weekend out of the blue with his at-home girlfriend zero percent chance she's gonna be like oh it's okay you're back with me now like she'd be like no this is a fucking problem like 
explain yourself. What are you doing? She yeah, I mean, care. just uh, people who go through that those lengths, I'm like, that is exhausting. Oh like, why don't God. you just like break up with one or just not have both? Like, I just say, literally, don't understand like the the constant juggling of like having like a true girlfriend. Like, why can't you just like casually date people? You're not wrong. I just it's it's the the amount of effort that would take to to it's one thing if you've like hooking up with you at the same time, like not saying anything. But to have like a full on emotional relationship with two different people, I mean, you know, there's there's an episode of Boy Meets World that covers this. <laughs> they talk about Fred, Fred Flintstone and the um in the, the buffalo helmet or whatever, where like you're eventually gonna show up to Pebbles' birthday party wearing your Buffalo Lodge helmet and you know Wilma's gonna hit you with a frying pan. <laughs> like you can't do this forever. Eventually it's gonna blow up in your face. Okay. I was like, boy meets we're all talking about the Flintstones. Okay. It's great. It's okay. it's a good analogy. It's he brought it around. I was waiting for it. <laughs> it's a really good around. analogy. Corey is lying to Panga about something and okay. Tom's like it's gonna blow up eventually. <laughs> yeah. I just felt, I feel like this is my stance on most things when we talk. I didn't need a happy romantic ending. Like, I just oh. didn't need it. No. Didn't, like, they could just be like buds. Like, ah, we, we, we're hookup buddies. Like, let's have a movie where that's the ending, where it's just, oh, you know, you're probably great. Well, how did it end here? They, they, they ended up getting together in, in Beth and they make porno movies. They make amateur porno before Pornhub existed. That you can buy yeah. on eBay or something? Or yeah, am I Tom that up? Okay. Do eBay. those kind of relationships end up being long-lasting over time? Time will tell. I guess whatever you like to think. <laughs> it's I, a I, weird I, start. I, yeah, it's it's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't Hard need pass. it. Like I, I, you know, we needed some device to make him have to go on this road trip. But yeah, I was like, I don't need them to get together at the end of it at all. Um, so just thinking, we haven't really talked about it much, but they go on this road trip, they fuck up the not-so-eager kid Kyle's car. Yep, poor Kyle. And I think we're just, like, talking about Kyle. He didn't want to go. He's getting taken advantage of. They're taking his car. They're taking his credit card. Yeah. And his dad's a maniac who, was he a cop? I couldn't tell. He was, like, Man, investigating. I don't know. Cop, maybe, maybe I, I thought maybe career military. He had kind of that gaze, you know, it's like that sniper yeah. gaze where it's kind of I dead. I for sure military, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, all right. So my thing with Kyle, first of all, I don't feel like he knows them that well. They don't seem like they're yeah. friends to me. <laughs> nope. I think he's the kid on the hall who has a car freshman year. Yeah, just a guy that has a car. I also, um, side note, the car had West Virginia plates on it. Yep. Me for a loop because his parents are in New York. Like when they go to that diner, they're in New York. He goes to college in New York. Where does West Virginia come into play here? I don't know Maybe why that bothered me, but it did. They just have West some Virginia kind of, plates. I don't know. It's probably some some kind of tax dodge. Some yeah. Sort of, some kind yeah. of complex. Um, yeah, I I felt bad at like that he was such like a pathetic kind of a pushover guy. Um, yeah. Didn't understand why he agreed to go, but also I don't know why El and Ruben went either. Like this is not a mm-hmm. fun road trip. This is like we're we're driving all day. We're not going on like a party trip. This is like we have maybe by a certain time. 
That's why I did most things in college. It's, it's an experience. It's something. It's something yeah. to do. Getting off campus. Studying is fucking boring, man. Well, you can drink on campus. campus. Yes, you, you, you really can, but that also gets old. It gets no, old. it doesn't. Um, no, it's no. Split the driving, maybe, you know. I, okay. to... I, I could, they're doing him a solid. That too. Yeah. Why? Why did they just not fly? Like, are, is this is this before like oh, Southwest they, they, Airlines? They, they mentioned they're too broke. They're, too, yeah. they're they can't afford plane tickets. See, Ithaca, it, so you have to fly to Buffalo. It's not a major airport, so the tickets would probably be more expensive. To Austin, also not a time. super major yeah, airport, like, so these are money bags mills over here. They could drive to no. see, even, the, even from there. These are expensive plane tickets. I'm, I'm just saying, a drive that far across country. You know what? It's far. Megan's at a point. You're paying for hotels along the way. You're paying for gas. You're paying for food. I bet if you're gonna, it's gonna be about a wash in the grand scheme. You're paying to. I mean, if it was just him, it would have been cheaper to fly probably. But the fact that he had four people with him, yeah, yeah. Um, Another thing with the uh, with the cell phone with an iPhone. Imagine them not ending up on those back roads if they had. Yeah, maps would have been straight. Google Maps or some shit instead. The Ford Taurus may have survived. The West Virginia plated Ford Taurus may not have exploded on impact. Speaking of West Virginia, I was once on a road trip in college to West Virginia. Back before we had smartphones, I trusted my friend with the map and directing us there. And she's like, we're going to be on this road for whatever. And I'm like, well, how long? She's like, guesses. And she's like, well, I guess it's for this long. And then the road goes away. But then we pick it up. And I was like, well, what are we doing when the road disappears? She's like... (laughs) No data. Crossing our fingers. Gonna die. It's gonna be okay. Uh, it's like we are four girls driving in a forerunner through like freaking West Virginia. Let's not be playing around and winding up in the backwoods. No, I Anyhow. I I did a a solo road trip from Naperville to uh, West Bend, Iowa, which. West Bend is a very, very tiny town. I'm going to look at the population right now. It's tiny. It's about as far northwest as you can get in Iowa um, before you get to South Dakota. Um, it is, it's famous for this grotto. Um, okay, the population is 659 people. It's, it's barely a town. Okay. So yeah. they have this grotto, which is like, um, it's like a little, like a little, lake i guess with like really really religious statues everywhere and like an angelic sort of hymn playing at all times but i went there for a wedding and similar to dana this is before maps or before google maps i had MapQuest, and i printed off the directions yeah and what i I also had a map and what i noticed is it eventually the roads stopped having names they just have letters and so it's like take Avenue B until you cross oh. like, you know, rural route F. And then the problem is they repeat after a while. So I'm like, um, oh, I passed F and now here's F again. Man, I almost died. I had a shotgun pointed at me. I, I, oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm very black. And I, um, I pulled up. I was very lost. I had a wedding to get to that day. So it wasn't even like, oh, I can stay at the hotel tonight and then get to the wedding tomorrow. The wedding was that day, the first wedding I'd ever been to. And so I'm very lost and I have like two hours to get there. I pull up at a farmhouse where I noticed they had like a swing set of trampolines. Like, oh, they have little kids here. That's welcoming. I get out of my car, my very, very blue uh, Fast and the Furious Mazda that Megan tried her best to destroy many a time. And I'm standing there in a suit. 
I get out of my car wearing my suit and the guy that owns the house comes out on the front porch, points a gun at me and like motions back to the car. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here. I guess I'll, I'll leave you be. Um, I made it there with like 15 minutes to go before the actual ceremony started. But yeah, iPhone would have helped me a lot. Yeah. My dad still prints out Google map directions. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, does he know know you don't submit anymore? I have like, one way to do things. He, one way. He, both, like, he has an Android phone. My mom has an iPhone. And I'm always like, Oof. why are you printing them out? And he's like, I don't trust her to tell me, like Google. And I'm like, it's the same okay. thing. It's, it really well, is. Probably smarter. It's a satellite. It's a satellite. Um, well, but you, there are places in the country where you lose service. and That's true. You, yeah. Like West Bend, um, Iowa? West Bend, Iowa. <laughs> also... Crooks, where we went, and Dave for Bob's wedding. Oh my God, oh, that's great! Yeah. We did like, almost we die. Uh, yeah, and then you were super late because I, guess I was late because we drove past a bunch of like haunted, tumble down cabins. Man, we were in the hills of Tennessee, and every time and... I drove past the house, I'm like, "There's ghosts in that house." <laughs> no, we, th- yeah, we thought, yes, yeah, no, it, it, it it'll be super easy to get from the Jack Daniels Distillery back to the. Back to the wedding place, we right? Didn't even go to that. Megan no, and I, I know. Go straight there from the airport, and we were still lost as shit. That's a good no, point. We, we got very, we got very lost, and we're just like, we'll just follow the one person who has one bar, and we got I, lucky. I will say, we were still there at the rehearsal before the bride got there. Yes, <laughs> we, we were okay. Um, just a tip to the folks at home: you can download your Google Maps to be available when you don't have service. Well, I didn't know that I wouldn't have service. I'm just telling people- This is America. (laughs) We have a Garmin that is preloaded because we drive to places that don't have service, but that is a thing. Um, Also, sorry, thinking about more Kyle things, um, this might be a a good chance to pivot to some potent quotables. What did you say? But when his, his dad gets involved, where they like find the exploded car and it's um oh god i can't remember the actor's name but he's mike from veep who's like the first crime scene investigator oh and he's uh, like yeah um, someone definitely got raped and murdered here (laughs) (laughs) how do you know that that? i don't know just the way it looks the other guy goes haven't found a single drop of semen and i'm like what he's like good news yeah, that yeah that, was, oh. that yeah, that scene was absurd. Um, there were there were two lines that I wanted to call out because um, I, I we we didn't mention this is DJ Qualls' first movie. Um, I I liked DJ Qualls at this time. Like he, I don't want to say he was the original Michael Sarah, but like he had a he was very typecast as a certain kind of character in these movies, mm-hmm. and um, he has a pretty big. Uh, character like shift as the movie goes on where he becomes like cool and assertive um there's two lines that i kind of want to point out that are not long after he makes this evolution uh they're i think what they're delivering or they're they're donating semen i guess sperm more more they need money yeah they need yeah. money so they're donating sperm and they're going through like reasons why you can't. And so Ruben can't because he got high, you know, within 36 hours or whatever. And then like, we'll have any of you guys have sex in the last 24 hours. And Kyle, so proud, is like, well, 
I guess I'm out because I had sex last night with a girl. <laughs> He's like so proud of himself. At the conclusion, when they're leaving Austin, and it's like we have this long ass drive to make back, he goes, So what now? Do you guys want to smoke some drugs? <laughs> just like, what a fun guy. I would have enjoyed partying with him. But I think you forgot the earlier line where they're talking about reasons why it's not cheating. It's never cheating oh if you're a different area code or state. It's not cheating if you're too wasted. It's not it's cheating if there's two, two girls because they cancel each other they cancel out. Cancel out. Because all the other guys are saying, and then Kyle's is, what, it's not cheating if you put peanut butter on your balls and the dog licks it off because yeah. it's your dog. And everyone's like, like, oh my God. It's like, no, no, but it's your dog. Your dog. dog. It's your dog. Yeah. His logic is, it's unassailable there. I just really can't say It's better than two girls cancel out in a threesome. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you, I don't think it was a threesome. I think you hook up with the one girl that you hook up with the other. Oh, is that what it was? And then, obviously, canceled out. Let's see. Oh, you know what your problem is? You're all brains. Not enough cock and balls. (laughs) That was Grandpa Manilow, because you know Barry's, about me. Barry's last name is Manilow, so of his name is Barry is. Manilow. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, oh, honey, careful, your boner. That was Grandma Manilow. <laughs> that, he just had this big old boner when he said it. It's fucking hilarious joke, but I did laugh at him like knocking over vases and shit with his dick. <laughs> like I don't know why I found that funny, but I did. Yeah, it was funny. It, it was it was comedic. Stop. Oh, keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> that was when uh, God Stifler was getting, you know, yeah, relieved. Finger banged. Yeah, that was great. I don't even know how to describe it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen the movie here, folks. Is that right. a real thing? It's like, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. I forget who said this, but it's a woman. She goes, Honey, the last time I trusted a guy was back in 1985, and he made off with my sister in my car. That was that was sassy black woman on the bus. Who then hands Beth a vibrator. Yeah, she's like, like, oh, I believe in she's like, I believe in miracles, but they come with batteries. And then handed her a vibrator, a, 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 an active turned-on vibrator yeah. on a bus and full of Just people. casually in the you middle of the bus aisle, now. yeah. And I used it, but it's yours. Yeah, now. unclean. Yeah. Just wipe it off. Washed, yeah, just just rotate your pants first. Just blow on it a little bit, oh, like God. the Nintendo sets of the back in the day. Yeah, that. Oh, wow, that was a lot. Um, yeah. we, we didn't mention that Andy Dick plays himself in this movie, and there were there were a lot of things that he said that were ridiculous, but most of them were too long for me to write down. There was one um, where, for some reason, Ruben goes to him and is like, hey, you wouldn't happen to have any marijuana, would you? And I'm like, listen, as somebody who spent most if most of my college and post-college years smoking a whole lot of reefer, I'm not going to ask a random person if they have some herb. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a way to get your ass caught or to, like, get in trouble. I'm paranoid about that. I'm not going to do that. But his response is, is there anything else I can do for you? Perhaps you like an eleven-year-old prostitute sent to your room. We can arrange that. And it's like, oh God, didn't, didn't love that one. So Only partially man. joking because they were probably in trying to. Well, they were in Pennsylvania then. Guess what? They were in probably yeah, they rural were in Pennsylvania, maybe. maybe, maybe were, yeah, I don't rural know. Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I was. Uncomfortable. Um, are there any other lines that we'd want to call out? 
I have, a, I have a Stifler line. Oh. Or whatever he's called. Stifler. He's Stifler. Stifler. Okay. Um, it's a response to somebody who goes, invested? What are you, Charles Schwab? Yeah. I'm invested <laughs> in this relationship. <sighs> Would you that listen was... to yourself? I'd give my life for one night of consensual sex with that girl. At least yeah. it's a consensual. Because yeah. right before that, he was talking about how college is like your last opportunity to like have sex with girls that are drugged up and drunk and shit was basically the point he was trying to make was like hey man we're young we're in college you can do gross things to women if you want like yeah at, at least he mentioned consensual that time around mm -hmm. yeah i will give tom green one funny line what no, you won't i will because it made me chuckle i wrote it down um he's leading the tour and he's like here's the such and such library it's been here since oh. like the 1600s or whatever and the girl goes the thing says 1951 he's like 1951 that's the address smart ass i thought it was good it was just that like was a, a decent line down that's the true. middle classic classic joke but before so you get is... too excited about tom green yeah. the movie does end with him making out with this one guy's mom and then laying on the ground, humping her. I want to say humping. He's having like a seizure. Yeah. And says, thank you, mommy, over and over again. Well, because he had yeah. to make it weird. He is flirting with her earlier in the film. Yes. He is yeah. like, they are laying the foundation for this. I love, you know. Again, they, they it's lay the no reason no, no reason at all. They lay the groundwork, but just watching him, the, the kiss is gross, of course. But then mm -hmm. like the idea that a woman bootleg swoozy kurtz is going to lay underneath him on the grass for two solid minutes as he just like violently shakes his body and says thank you mommy over and over again i'm like god it's like the extras the background scene workers i'm like are we having intimacy coordinators for these people or just uh, <laughs> tom's gonna do his like thing and i'm yeah i'm hoping he would ask because i think he is a respectful person who like i think so does you know has a good relationship with his mother because i watched him on rupaul's drag race canada recently and he oh, okay. literally called her live in the studio whole other thing but i think he would wow. like let's talk this through i, I don't know so. maybe i hope it was weird um there's just two other a few other things i just thought were weird so the reason why what's his name kyle's dad comes on the hunt for his child is his credit card is declined because the boys used it at Target and then the dad right. was trying to use it to buy pancakes. Yeah, at a diner. Over the limit. What do we think it is? 500 bucks? Like, what it is can't, this? It limit? can't be more than that. <laughs> it's a low I, limit. His dad is I saw like four sleeping bags, uh, like a, a camp tent and a, a, a stove of some sort, maybe five, 600 bucks worth of yeah. stuff. And then he's over his limit. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Wow. Is, it, is it the end of the month? Like the pay period? I don't know. Could I was like, this is a low. Well, low my problem with the dad. Um, well, my my problem with the way they presented this whole situation. They're in the diner in upstate New York somewhere. The cop runs in and is like, "Hey, we found your kid's car, like destroyed in the woods. How did you find it?" What were the police doing just like walking through the random ass backwoods? There was an explosion. Like, there were no witnesses anywhere. <laughs> like there was, there was not a single witness anywhere around that would have like been able to hear or see this explosion. You don't that think like the was, smoke, it might've caught the woods on fire. Man, I don't, <laughs> that to me felt very far-fetched. And the fact that they could just like, 
quick go find him in a diner and then 20 minutes later we have a full like csi crew examining what happened to this car yeah i I didn't i didn't buy any of that well they thought he was kidnapped that's why they followed if if it was just a financial thing they probably would have done it through you know the credit card company but they thought their son may be in danger sure they hustled I just was upset by well, the, the way to Texas it. from upstate New York. They were in credit Milford, Pennsylvania, I think. Milford, Milford. Yeah, they were in Milford. Um, oh, Milford. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'm my aware of that. Um, and then I think one last thing <laughs> we didn't really touch upon, but they run out of money, run out of lodging options. Somehow they're only in Tennessee. I don't know. I feel like they're not making good time on this trip because they stop in a hotel somewhere. Then they only get to Tennessee, which isn't that far from the East Coast. No. They wind up, wind up at the University of Tennessee at an all-black frat. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, it yeah, was, I, don't, I guess we probably could have included this in uh, What's Your Problem? Could have been. Um, but, you know, they, they fake their way in because they know the handshake. Yeah. Okay. They actually real uncomfortable. And then... It was a real... Have you guys seen Animal House before? Yep. Yes. It's when like they going walk into in... that club. May we dance with your dates? I'm like, uh, th- it felt like that. I'm like, but this is the this is 2000. It's the same. This is a different do, time. It's the same thing from um, Revenge of the Nerds when they when they pledge uh, Lambda Lambda Lambda, and it's like, oh, this is yep. all black frat. <laughs> like I didn't yep. know. My problem uh, with this here, Ruben knows this incredibly complex handshake for this frat, and doesn't know it's a national black frat. Yeah. How do you know the handshake, Ruben? Yeah, like who taught it to you? Who taught you this handshake? <laughs> like, also, they're not that intense. No. You know. No. Like, we have like a weird secret handshake for DJ, which I will be doing under the camera, and then we say words, <laughs> whisper them. Oh, I have a secret handshake too, but I always get it wrong. I'm I'm developing one with my son. Um, starting, <laughs> I've decided when he turns five, I'm going to start a secret handshake with him, and then add one step to it on his birthday every year until he's like thirty. Oh, yeah. he's probably going to find it to be real lame at some point in his teens. And you're going to be so upset. Day, on his wedding day, we're going to do it. And I'm going to be very excited about that. Um, wow. Playing the long game. That's right. My other problem with the all black frat, the cliche of like black men being super like angry and like intimidating when they see white people. And then, oh, surprise, we're party animals. Like, yeah. We've seen this done a trillion fucking times. These are supposed to be college kids. Chances are you're going to walk in and go, like, who's that guy? <laughs> like, that's going to be about it. It's not going to be like, let's all drop our forks and stare at the white people. Because at the University of Tennessee, we've never seen a white person before, apparently. Like, I'm just like, this is absurd. Yeah. And I also just, like, they try to play a prank on Kyle where they're like, we found this yeah. in your bag. And it's like a hood. from a like a clan hood. A clan hood. <laughs> and I'm like, no, black people just don't have hoods laying no. around. Like, that is not a fun... Oh, we like to mess with the white people, no, no, but no. I don't have uh, one. Our, <laughs> our regular Thursday meetings, we don't hand out clan hoods for prank purposes. But apparently wanna... these these guys just have one to prank uh, for, for fun. Sure. So, sure. I guess. Like, this is wild. That, yeah, so that was my last little 
uh, thing that caught my eye. Um, I don't think I had any. Is there anything else well, you guys feel like well, we didn't touch quick, upon? We we had kind of talked about um, some of our own college road trips. We talked about you know going on the. You long- already talked about one. Hold and on. I was going to tell readers. I put a in the notes. It says quick, readers looking at or listeners looking at the readers you, listeners. We got time, baby. There's baby. One, this one is this one is short, and the only reason I'm going to tell no. it is because put it now on the clock. Been, it could have been a 30-second scene in this movie. It really okay. could have fit it. Um, so we used to go visit my buddy Hans at uh, University of Hans Illinois. Hans uh, No, he's, he's Haitian. Oh. <laughs> so he's not, he's not German. But we used to go visit him um, at Illinois very often. Um, I saw Megan there on more than one occasion. But we drove down uh, from Iowa City to Illinois one time, me and my friends, uh, Brooke and Biddy, uh, I believe they both listened to the pod, and Pat Brackett, who graduated with Dave from high school. And um, we drove past this white minivan that it was like a new minivan. And in the window, the passenger side or the driver's side rear window had a sign that said a wave to the puppet. And so we're all like, okay, let's have like a cute little kid in the back seat with like a puppet on a long road trip. We'll wave. It'll be cute. So us, ex- we all excitedly like wave at this minivan. The, the, the driver of the van was probably like mid forties, older or mid forties man. And he, I'm going to do it for you guys. So you can see to the listeners, he very slowly like turns his head to look at us. And then raises up one of those paper bag puppets on his hand by the window while staring at us going 80 on the highway. And it just has huge, wide open eyes and a frown for the mouth. And then he goes. <laughs> like, he, he, you guys can, it's, it's, it's a visual, it's an audio medium. His eyes get really big and he has a, like a Willem Dafoe smile. And it goes on for so long, we freak the fuck out. And like jammed on the gas and probably hit about 120 in like three seconds to get away from that fucking creep. Um, I've seen it happening in this movie for sure. That would have been funny. It reminded me of a story that a coworker had when he was like in San Francisco for work. His Uber driver had like a full on Muppet that did a whole show. (laughs) It's like a long. And there's like strobe lights and things, and the puppet dances, and the dude's driving the car, and the puppet is like, whipping around and dancing to the song and it goes on for minutes and then no my corker is just sitting in the back of the car going like what? if you're an uber driver no one wants to see your one-man show no one wants to see your, your oh. puppet show your marionettes no one's trying to hear your mixtape just it, just drive the car please especially because like the and way don't he, yeah, yeah like he was being so active and aggressive with the puppet that it like watching the video, I was like, Anthony, I'm very glad you made it to your hotel in one port, like in one piece, because like it was it was very crazy. Um, I was once in an Uber where the driver, um, I think he might have broken up with his girlfriend while we were in the car. He was like, oh. we got we got in the car mid argument, and he had her on speaker, and they were like screaming at each other for the entire drive. A lot of fuck yous and kiss my big black stuff. It was it it got it got what out of, yes. <laughs> This was like the longest, like loudest argument. And I think, I'm trying to think if I was in the Uber alone. I think I was. It's like me in the back seat trying to like read BuzzFeed or whatever to avoid interaction with this guy who's having like an emotional breakdown and driving way too fast. Sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you, guys took really, you guys took really interesting road trips. <laughs> Mine were just more 
we had fun we had fun experiences and we were responsible so nothing ridiculous happened yeah. um yeah. Uh, what, what did we do we drove through canada once oh. to get to up to get to upstate new york went to buffalo had some wings it was nice went to the baseball hall of fame and then Ooh, drove to the football hall of fame it was some wild if you've ever been to cooperstown man let I'm me tell not. you there's not a lot going on no we had a not we had a, a fun road trip on. um to the ski trip you know the ski trips right dave up to no. um cascade you didn't go cascade, i did not um, um our buddy jeff had one of those like old-timey like portable um dvd players the attached tv screen and uh we watched grandma's boy like three times on the God damn cascade one yes day. yeah can we figure out a way to make that make sense for this podcast? Uh, I, I feel like what was that? Uh, was J? Is that JD? Is that his name or JP? He was probably JP. a teenager, right? No, <laughs> a college kid. I don't know. No, <laughs> they're, the, they they are all much too old. Yeah, much too old. Grandmothers. Um, trying to think of I don't know. My road trips were always just to like Ithaca or to like Virginia, where my one friend was from. But there was one time we went up on a weekday to go visit my friend's boyfriend. And she didn't have a car, so I would always have to drive us up. And it was the middle of field hockey season, and we had to be back on campus by, like, five to take a team photo and then get on a bus to go on a road trip. So we had to, like, take a team photo, practice, and then get on a bus to head up to New England to play, like, a back-to-back on a weekend. But we thought it'd be fun to drive up on, like, a Thursday night, hang out at Cornell, and then come back. Um... You know, normally this is fine. I park in my usual place, but there looked to be a sign that was like, if you park here, you'll be towed. And I was like, that's for the other people. That's not for me. I park here all the time. (laughs) Um, So it's like a three hour drive. We head down to the car at like, maybe with like four hours to give us to get back to campus on time. And I go down there and I'm like, oh, this minivan's parked behind me. That's annoying. No, wait a minute. This this minivan is parked (laughs) where my car is parked. My car has been towed in Ithaca, New York. I have no idea where it is. I'm in a panic. Thankfully, my friend's now husband, um, his car was in the shop. He's like, let me just call that place because they have a, a tow yard. It might be there. I was like, fingers crossed. We call. We're like, is there a black Volvo with this state? Like, whatever. They're like, yeah, it's here. And I'm like, oh, my God, great. So we have to track down someone else to drive us out to this place. We get one of their friends who's like, I can take you guys, but it has to be quick because I have to get back for a class that I'm like TAing or something. We're like, it's fine. Let's just go. We get all the way out there and we realize I left my car keys on the kitchen table in my friend's apartment. Oh my God. <laughs> See, that would have belonged in this movie too. You put that with the puppet guy, you can get rid of Tom Green. <laughs> so then we get there again and then we like get the keys, go back. I like don't have money. So then my friend has to pay for it. I'm like, I'm sorry, my car got towed, but you have to pay to get it out. Then we're like calling our other friend. She's like, where the hell are you guys? We have like two and a half hours to get back to campus. And we're like, we are just leaving Ithaca now. Whatever you can do, stall. Like take too long in the training room. Walk backwards to practice. I don't know, whatever you do, stall. Do the worm the whole way there, please. Yeah, and we like hauled ass. And our coach never found out. Got the team oh, photo. Yeah. It's my favorite nice. team photo because there's just like a little twinkle in our eyes that like <laughs> no one knew that we were like, We did it. Yeah. Town. We probably yeah. got like super drunk, super high like the night before, came back for the team photo, came back for practice, and then like went up to play like Worcester and Holy Cross or whatever. And it was, yeah, that's 
Bravo. <laughs> That's my road trip. Um, oh, the poor Volvo 940 going like 110 on the way back. Shaking the entire way, I assume. Yeah. Um, you guys, one of the things that we like to do on this pod is uh, take a look at kind of a minor character and see if this movie was the start of big things for them or the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? So this was tough because I feel like we know a lot of the other folks like Brecken and Sean, Amy, maybe Paul would have been, Paolo Costanza would have been a good one or DJ Qualls. I am mm-hmm. going with the other Tiffany, the one who goes to Boston University. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jessica Caulfield, we'll go with. I don't know how to say it. Um, I think this is only like her second movie. She winds up appearing in like Urban Legends, the final cut, which will definitely have to be a Halloween movie. Spooktacular. Um, she's in Legally Blonde. So I was like, why does she look so familiar? And then when I looked at her up on the IMDb, oh. she's, mm. um, she's one of the friends. Yeah, Elle's yeah. uh, sorority sisters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she's in Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde 2, The Drew Carey Show, Stuck on You as Bar oh Hottie. That fucking mm. <laughs> Some movie called Devs. She's also in Guess Who, which is the Ashton Kutcher. Is it Zoe Saldana reverse yeah. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? <laughs> Sydney Poitier deserved better than this. <laughs> Uh, and then there's really not a lot else. So I think like, this is as good as it gets. And she's, she literally had no credits after 2009, but she's going to be in Legally Blonde 3, whenever that comes out. So no one our girl, that. Jessica. Right. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's, that's unfortunate. Um, well, guys, that does bring mm-hmm. us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Uh, yet again, piece of shit movie that wants to tell us what happens to all the characters the movie ends, but at least this time, it's only like a few months or so after the movie's over. It might even be like that week. We don't really get like a, a far look into the future, so I can still kind of make some of these work. Um, sure. Barry is most likely to star in a blatant Tiger King ripoff about him and his snake obsession. Yeah, That dude's going to have a whole mm-hmm. lot of snakes eventually. Uh, Ruben is most likely to get a medicinal marijuana prescription based on his crippling PTSD from his near-death experience. Yeah. Uh, that heart-to-heart he had with the grandpa. I'm like, no one asked for any of this, but like, all right, <laughs> you're freaking out. I, I get that. Uh, EL is most likely to develop a scripted way to coyly ask casual hookups to put stuff in his butthole. Uh-huh. Oh, I've never done this before, but like I hear that maybe this would be a fun thing. Like he's gonna have a whole song and dance about his butt. How else is he gonna get the gerbil out? Call back <sighs> from last week's. <laughs> Call back. Hey now, <laughs> hand me that cat. Uh, Kyle is most likely to be invited to the cookout. Um, we didn't really touch on the fact that he he does fall in love with a large black lady from uh, Tennessee, and it's oddly enough not treated like a ridiculous joke like that's a uh, they're sitting on a swing at one point and the swing is very okay, yeah. tilted like it's it, a seesaw it, the oh. swing is tilted and it's on chains so the chains were stretched <laughs> like that okay fair touche yeah. and, and her giant underpants but it did, did kill a leopard yeah Sorry. he did really <laughs> fall in love with her and he will be invited to the cookout we'll make him about to go plate and give him some ribs yes um Tiffany is most likely to come up with reasons not to see Josh when they're home for the summer. Uh-huh. She's moved on. Beth is most likely to put a tracking app on Josh's phone. Yes. She 
cross-country trip for him. And Josh is most likely to triple check every time he sends a text just to make sure it goes to the right person. Ain't having that happen again. Right. Uh, You're going to have to put red receipts on so he knows that you you saw his text. Going to have to. Um, Our next movie here is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we going to watch next? Let me tell you, it was between two and the one I was going to pick. I just checked it out and it's not streaming anywhere. It doesn't exist. Oh. What oh, I was going to, I thought you were going to have um, Kirk's pick a number. Yeah. No, pick a number well. between one and Definitely two. Definitely not. No, but uh, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not going to say what, what it was because maybe while we're doing the podcast, it will become available at some point. But um, we're going back in time. We're going to 1992. Ooh, time. And we're going we're, we're gonna to take a look at Brendan Fraser and oh, no. Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Oh no! In school oh, my ties. God. oh my god! Oh my god! We and talked what? about it. School yes. ties. Oh, this is gonna be a heavy fucking Hell episode. We're gonna yeah. we're, 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 we're we going serious. We're gonna give it a shot and see how it goes. I, I thought you were gonna go Encino Man. <laughs> no, I was excited about Encino Man. <laughs> no, oh, man. then we took a turn, and we're going heavy as shit. School ties. Wow. Uh, Guys, another Anthony Rapp. Oh, yeah. He's in there, too. Oh, yeah. buckle up. Um, let me tell oh. you guys, like, nine-year-old Dana used to watch this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck for? What are you doing? I don't know. It was on television. Wow. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk right. about it more next week, but yeah, I am excited. Holy shit. All right, guys. Uh that does it for this week's episode if you like what you heard be sure to subscribe rate us leave us a five-star review um you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at recapping gown pod join our facebook group recapping gown fan club um we'll keep the discussion going in the uh facebook group all week i think we have a number of things that we're gonna kind of come back to in there um also if you guys have any fun memories of this movie or any comments about stuff we talked about fun road trip stories love to hear it in there but if you didn't like what you heard um i'm gonna build a time machine go back to 2000 and give this exact version of tom green your home address so like sorry for that take it easy millennials we'll see you next week